0: Hello, and welcome to Elite Week, episode 33. Today is uh, Wednesday, August 26, 2020, or 3306, for those of you living in the verse. Uh, It's an exciting day. Today I have with me Alistair, his friends call him Al, Hibbard, who is the product manager for Elite Dangerous. Uh, at Frontier Developments or at Frontier I'm so used to saying Frontier Developments but you guys are now just Frontier. Hello and welcome Al.
1: Thanks very much good to be here.
0: Beautiful all right and of course we have to uh start this off right there's mine Al go ahead and pop yours and we can get this party started.
1: Did you get that? Was that loud enough? Oh, it didn't come I mean, across, but that's all right. Oh no, I can't, that's, I can't go again either. It's <laughs> it's, it's open now. That's what that's what all right. I, I've got a, uh, I've got a Norada Pale Ale, which is from uh, one of the little breweries in Norfolk, in uh, in England. So.
0: Very nice. So all of you playing along at home, if you have the opportunity, give it a try. And that's your that's your last one left over from your big hike. I was seeing pictures on Twitter of your hike. You guys did like that? Uh, what was it like? Fifteen miles or kilometers? Yeah,
1: we were. Uh, we did a fifteen-mile hike and camp over there over the weekend on a on a path, a, a very old path called the Ridgeway, which connects to the mm. Icknield Way, which actually is is if you want to go back in history, it's one of the only freight uh, paths in England that was under the king's protection. In the Middle Ages, so if you got uh, if you got robbed along that uh, along that path, then the the robbers would answer to the king, and he would uh, he would make sure that the law was enforced. It was kind of one of those strange historical roots in the UK. But we're, I have digressed.
0: Mm, that's a, that's that's some super interesting stuff. You guys live in like a magical world where all kinds of that shit, you know, went down. We
1: we basically live in the Lord of the Rings. That's, yeah, that, man. That's, if you if you've seen that, I mean, like, I'm <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure there are hobbits running around somewhere.
0: Clearly, I well, when I was stationed over there, I was at uh, RAF Milden Hall in Lake and Heath. And, oh, uh,
1: you—that's literally like ten minutes from my house, man. Ah, I, well, I, I, I I live in Newmarket.
0: Oh, beautiful! I know exactly where that is. Yeah, yeah, the train station.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally, that's like three minutes walk from my house.
0: I know exactly where that is. That's super, super weird and cool. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you, Al, um, how did you come to Frontier? I mean, I know that you were with an indie games company, right? Wired, and you made the jump over here. That's a, that's a big jump. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Sure. So uh, I had been in gaming for coming out to five years. I, I kind of... Uh, previously i was working in consumer electronics and component sales which was uh was super fun times uh but my <laughs> my 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 job back then got uh, got moved out to the far east and i kind of i had a bit of time to to contemplate what i was going to do next and i got uh, an opportunity to to start working in games uh which for me is kind of a lifelong dream but for like a, a lot of people i kind of I never really pinpointed the the entry point how to get into the industry. And when I went for that interview, that I kind of got the inevitable, "Wow, you're you're glowing from ear to ear. Why aren't you doing this already?" Uh, <laughs> so uh, I kind of I spent uh, four four and a half years in in indie publishing at Wired. Um, I probably some of the bigger titles that you you might recognise. Uh, I worked on Shack Fu, A Legend Reborn. Uh, I worked on grip combat racing and I worked on last year a game called deliver us the moon from Ooh, the I awesome kayak interactive uh so yeah they are they're, they're kind of three of a uh, of a plethora of titles that i worked on uh, across my time at Wired and um during that time the kind of uh, worked pretty uh pretty flat out to to kind of try and get uh, every ounce of uh, of energy out of everything so i kind of we 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 ran a a really good campaign uh on grip. i kind of uh, the marketing team won a best marketing campaign under half a million pounds uh from the kind of games industry trade body so i kind of was building up from there and and, and doing well and and then uh i saw there was a role at frontier and and for me uh i kind of grew up playing uh roller coaster tycoon 3 <laughs> um you know so so they were very much a, a company that that was always on my uh, on my radar a developer that was always on my radar and when the opportunity came up um I, I i couldn't wait i i thought it was it was fantastic and uh i kind of arrived and and then it was uh Hey, do you want to uh, do you want to work on Elite Dangerous? And I was <laughs> like, yes. How do you uh, say no? You know, how, how how would you how would you say no to that? I mean, it's yeah. uh, looking at, looking at the kind of the heritage of the of the franchise. You know, it's uh, it's as old as Super Mario, um, you know, saying saying that really really puts it in perspective, but mm-hmm. uh, almost kind of um, underplays it a little bit. Not not that I'm taking anything out of Mario but you know the the kind of side-scrolling platform genre was something which which existed back then but if you if you look at Elite and look at what Elite pioneered is the kind of the first real open world game Mm -hmm. uh, there there was nothing like it so for for me as a as a bit of a gaming historian as well because I collect retro games Mm -hmm. um, I think like to work on a on a franchise with such a legacy is huge. I cannot yeah. underestimate the uh the privilege that I feel from uh, from being able to work on it.
0: Yeah, it's it's not just that it was a huge hit which it was, of course, but it's that it was what it was a hit for. It was a hit because when the entire industry was just putting out further iterations on sort of a simple basic premise David Braven and I always say it wrong. Is it Ian Bell or Alan Bell? I always I mix up them. Ian, the, Ian. I mix up. The, there's one was the guy from Elite, and the other was the guy from that show. Uh, what was it? Fringe, but that was the alternate bad guy universe dude. But anyways, I
1: don't know Fringe. What, oh, what great it, show!
0: Great great show. Uh, it, it went like six seasons. It's on, there's an alternate universe. It's some real weird cool sci fi. Uh, stuff. I'll, I'll link you afterwards. You have to go check it out because it's really, really good stuff. It's yeah. like it's like the X Files and Lost had a baby. It's uh, it's real, real good weird sci fi. But anyways, uh, what 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 David Braben and Ian Bell did with Elite was they saw what the entire industry was doing and said, yeah, we're gonna go in every possible way the other way. We're not. This is not built for ten minute increments. This is not keeping track of your lives. This is not you know, whatever, this is like your score is actually money and you can trade it to to obtain things and you can they went a whole different way. So like you said, it's it's not just that it's a big hit. You could have a big hit. You can have the next Call of Duty or the next whatever. And it's like, oh, my God, it made more money than anything ever. And it's like cool and it's cool as an iteration of whatever. But then when you have a guy who does a thing like, and I'm a huge fan of Deliverous the Moon. I love that, that that little quirky game that went in in a different direction and I I've I love, I'm putting in a quick plug here for anybody who hasn't uh, checked it out. Check it out. They do Steam sales on it fairly often and uh, Down to Earth Astronomy and Rusty Dog have both put out, they're really good elite streamers, they've also both put out Us the Moon content in the last couple of months uh, and it's such a neat story game. It's this quirky little thing that's completely different, and and I I absolutely love when people say, "Oh, that's cool. You're making, you know, everybody's making, you know, uh, clones of the of the Prius. I'm gonna go over here and and make a a, a weird funky three wheel truck that you know I'm gonna go make a Citroen Duck. I'm gonna go do something that's completely different
1: than everyone. I love that." I think i mean not, not to digress but uh just to to give them a little shout out the uh the developers from that gang koken interactive the mm. kind of the two brothers that that kind of founded the studio uh, they they kind of they grew up with astronomy so uh their their grandfather actually uh used to design telescopes and was a telescope engineer and he used to come and kind of wake them up in the middle of the night and take them out to look at the stars or look at the comet passing and kind of take them out to the countryside in their pajamas to watch this stuff. And so I think for for them, space is really kind of ingrained in their, in their person. Um, and I think that that made for, for a really special experience and you can see that all the way through. So um, definitely like keep an eye on that studio. They do some, Incredible stuff. They that they, they also like have a trailer audio production company, and they make uh they make some kind of soundtracks for pretty big Hollywood movie trailers. So That's, I would uh, they they're definitely guys to keep an eye on for sure. And
0: I, I'm a huge huge story nerd, which I'm sure comes as a surprise to no one. And just the hook of that story, and I'm not giving anything away for later in the story, but just the premise of it that's in the first little pre-trailer when you first start the idea is you know the earth has continued to evolve technologically and we're we're kind of ahead of where we're at with current technology or whatever but then it hits a point they go they set up the station on the moon that is like generating power and it's this amazing like oh my god we have free power now it's so good and they're beaming it back down to earth but then there's a setback technologically speaking and now all of a sudden we've regressed, we've lost at like access to that sort of advanced energy. And your job is go figure it out, go get it up and running, go, go make it work. That to me has a very sort of interstellar type, uh, which is one of my all time favorite movies. It has such a great feel of the idea of, I love sci-fi stuff, but I also love things that are sort of gritty and I love stuff that's more like the Interstellar or or the Expanse as opposed to, you know, and I love Star Trek, but the idea where it's like, everything is great and everybody is wonderful and everything works in, you know, whatever. And it's kind of like, okay, I, I, but I, I dig stuff that has these weird little story hooks of like, we've lost something and we're trying to get it back or whatever.
1: I think the, the, the kind of, you feel the weight of the of the world on your on your shoulders and kind of uh, on top of that obviously you've got the kind of uh the scorched earth dynamic in it where where earth really isn't able to to produce its own energy and and so things are really on the line um yeah. and i think that that kind of resonates particularly in 2020 when we're talking about things like uh like climate change as well uh I think that, that that kind of really resonates with uh, with a huge amount of people. So it's yeah. it's awesome. It's really, uh, that one of my favorite games that I've worked on, for sure.
0: Absolutely. And bringing it back to Elite, Elite also has that feel where it's a very, you know, it's the future, it's in space, but it's not whitewashed Starfleet, everybody's happy dory. you know, hunky dory. It's very, it has a very real, very human, very sort of expansive feel of, there's a lot of different people that all don't like each other. They all think they're the good guy. And, you know, everybody's just in the end, people are just getting by as best they can. And I, I, I dig stuff that has that more, more human feel to it, you
1: know? Absolutely. And I think the, the the choice that is offered to Commanders almost moralistically in a lot of regards within the game, I think really, really makes it unique um, to, I think, um, there are, there are a lot of games out there that kind of sell you as this uh, this kind of hero that's going around and beating up all the bad guys and and I think that the reality of it is is that it kind of uh, a very good friend of mine and somebody another game developer kind of sells this as we're kind of bringing up a generation where everyone thinks they're the hero yeah. uh, and actually people are gonna of snap around and, and realize that, uh, that they're, they're their own villain in a way and uh and it's kind of you know this is something that we're, we're all gonna have to realize because we're all growing up playing these games buying into this this mythology that we are we are the hero and we are almost superhuman um but actually you know we're all uh, a bit of an asshole sometimes <laughs> well i mean that's why i love elite i I
0: I would much rather be Mal Reynolds than Luke Skywalker. I'm I'm not into the hero's journey. I just want to be that dude who's getting by.
1: Everyone wants to be Luke Skywalker. I don't believe you.
0: I want to be Mal Reynolds though, so bad, especially from that episode. Uh, Our Mrs. Reynolds uh, with uh, with uh, what's her name, the redhead. Oh, uh, yeah, Never mind. But <laughs> bringing it back to to you uh, and 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 so. You're very, actually, very new over at Frontier. In fact, you were hired post-lockdown. You don't—you've never actually been into your office as of yet, right?
1: I—I've I, been in, but I don't know where my desk is. So we—I've—I've I've kind of been into to ship some boxes out for mm-hmm. uh, for some people, but it's uh, yeah, no, it's it's all new to me. So when I was getting uh. Fun poked at me for how messy my desk was on Twitter this week. <laughs> I, 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 I was, I, you know, felt a little bit unfair because, you know, none of them have actually seen my desk, but yeah. they were right. My desk is a mess, but I, 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 feel like messy desk, clear mind. I feel like that, that that's my, uh, my kind of status quo, and it, and it works for me. It's we can fitness. only concentrate on keeping certain amount clear.
0: In fairness to you, if your desk is a mess, but you've never been there yet, that's not really
1: your fault. No, indeed. Indeed. But it, it's um, I kind of I started at the end of March, uh, like I think my start date was like six days after lockdown started in the UK. So I kind of I hmm. turned up at the office. I, I had to pick up my laptop and then I, I took my my starting photo, my starting selfie out the front of the office. And then I drove myself home, uh, so it, it's been quite surreal. And I've got a, <laughs> I've got a, got a little one at home, so it's, uh, it's been fun through mm. lockdown. But um, it's, uh, it's, it's been fantastic. I mean, uh, to, to come in to Frontier, which is a, a company that you know, a developer that I admire, and to be able to, uh, to work on a franchise with this legacy is, is really uh a dream. So it's it's been really, really positive. Right on.
0: Well, I was super. I was super thankful to sort of snag this interview with you because you haven't even really been sort of officially. There wasn't like a sort of big press release or anything yet. So it's I I think people are seeing you now with these tweets all this week with regard to the new thing. And and I'm not going to ask you to comment at all. I'm just going to say my my just uh, two cents. My harebrained idea is that we're going to continue to get one a day, a picture of this little critter growing in the vat or whatever, until this weekend when GamesCon will be some big, flashy new release of some new game or some new thing, and I'm I'm super excited.
1: The yeah, the only thing I can tell you is that in spite of the the beautiful elite rank mug, uh, <laughs> it is not for elite dangerous. Mm. Uh, so. If anyone was getting excited on the on the elite side, I'm I'm very sorry, but there's there's so much exciting stuff to to come. You don't you don't need to worry about missing out. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we've we've got uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming up over over the next week or two.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But like I, I'm I'm excited not as an elite player, as an elite commander. I'm excited just as a lover of frontier developments and the cool, funky projects you guys come up with this, this idea, this, whatever this is, I mean, the art style in the pictures or whatever looks to me very much like a sort of a very cool artsy point and click, adventure story, kind of a thing. And I'm not asking you to say anything. It's I'm just saying I'm excited. I can't wait to see what grows out of that little vat and, and stay tuned soon. TM, you know?
1: It's exciting times, for sure.
0: For sure. All right. So bringing it back to Elite Dangerous, though, uh, I would like to ask you, um, obviously, uh, sort of, I'm fairly known for this little troublesome forum post that I wrote back in February and a lot of people have commented on hundreds of people have clicked on the upvote on it and lots of it's still to this day going it's on like 24 pages or 25 pages and and people from time to time still keep like bringing it up and they won't let it die that saying sort of like hey story is important to me in a living game and um i just kind of wanted to get not asking for any any specifics or any kind of like, hey, give me details now that you're not supposed to give or anything like that. But just from a standpoint of how do you feel or what do you feel is sort of the importance of story and sort of narrative and lore with, within the context of a living game, within the context of an MMO such as Elite?
1: I think uh, lore is important. Um, and lore kind of really sets a foundation for, for a lot of what happens in game um i think i do think one of the things which is is really powerful with elite dangerous is the degree to which the the players have set the narrative Mm -hmm. and the degree to to which things have come on and and you you have to forgive me because i i will confess that i'm not a a historic elite dangerous player Mm -hmm. um this is something that i that i've kind of come to in fairly recent times but I, I mean looking back at the, the history of Elite and looking back at the you know the uh, the code blockade at Hutton Orbital and all of these incredible <laughs> events that have happened in Elite's past I think is it's really um, powerful in, in the way in which the community have set the narrative and I think there has to be a huge amount of credit that goes to the community and um, you know we in spite of what uh what some people may may feel or may voice we we are listening um you know there are there are a lot of things that we are we are working on behind closed doors and i'm really excited to to be able to to share something about that in the future i have nothing to announce today sure. um but i think the you know i it is it is a really important thing to state and i think um you know, David said it really well um, on the on the string that he did last week when mm. he was talking about the the passion of the fans and actually, uh, you know, the the anger, Fair, fairly or unfairly. You know, to have a a community that is that passionate about a game, we we absolutely do not take it for granted. Um, mm. So I think you know that, that is really important, and I think you know, a, as and when. We're we're able to to share more. I think people people will understand a a where the game is at, uh, and and b what we've been doing, what we've been working on. So I think we'll watch this space, keep an eye. Um, you know, hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be able to share something to to really excite the community very very soon.
0: Mm. And on that note, when you're talking about the the David Braben, the ten minutes of the David Braben, the, the pre record that they did with Steven last week uh, as mm-hmm. part of that, that stream, that hour long stream. Let me tell you, uh, anytime that man is talking, you are selling product. Uh, it was just amazing to see him talking and the light in his eyes and the enthusiasm in his voice when he, he was talking about like there's more people playing elite right now than ever before. And and all of that, when he talks about the good and the bad, he, t- he talks openly and plainly and honestly about you know hey these are some frustrations people have and you know this is some good thing that's coming and i'm interested in this and we're interested in that and i feel that you know space legs elite feet whatever you want to call it i feel like this is sort of uh paying off a promise that i made in the kickstarter Uh, all of that stuff was just absolute pure gold anytime david is on screen you guys are making sales so. Yeah,
1: he's, he's he's fantastic and i think his uh, his passion has definitely uh, you know seen the game grow to what it is um you know i think um you know there are a lot of people working on elite dangerous um you know and I think he he is always very um uh, careful to make sure that those guys get a voice as well and those guys get airtime, and i think that that's uh that's a really noble trait Mm. um but but definitely it was a it was a pleasure to be able to to bring that to you to all of you
0: Mm. and it was it was very 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 much appreciated so let me ask you how do you want to put your stamp on Elite for the time that you're working as a product manager or in whatever different capacities uh, you have been or will be in the future working on Elite Dangerous? Wh- how do you, what do you sort of want to to bring to the project or focus on or, or you know, make your mark with?
1: I think uh, it's a... Uh... Uh, it's it's always an odd one i'm a i'm a guy who is quite driven by success um but i'm not talking about kind of financials and, and i'm talking about an overall pot or overall package um yeah. i want the community to be happy i want the, the gang to succeed obviously commercially i think it's it is an incredibly important thing and and, and ultimately if the league does well co- commercially, we see more, right? And the, and the game progresses and builds. I think one of the one of the things that the 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 universe has to offer is that it is this this really really rich experience. And, and whatever we can do to to make that even richer, I mean, uh, the things that Odyssey is going to allow players to experience and allow them to do, I think, um, in the same way that uh frontier revolutionized elite and uh elite dangerous has has revolutionized the the traditional game i think you know uh, anything that we can do to enrich that experience and and make that go in into the future and and allow that to be really treasured into the next decade because you know it's, it's been going four decades now uh or close to so so why not make that five you know, it, it, it's really um, it's about legacy, I think, uh, and, and that that sounds really cheesy, I know, um, but I, I think that's that's what I look for with with every project that I work on. It, it's kind of I I try and get into the very fibre uh, of whatever game I work on and, and really bring that bring that out and bring it out its its best side. Mm. and and I think that you know I like to think we're doing a good job at the moment I like to think uh, Elite is uh, is in its good place and certainly uh, that that has been quite well reflected in terms of numbers recently so I think um, in terms of player numbers uh, you know and I I love seeing more people engage with the university I, I think for me it's been really exciting to to be working on a game that has that constant conversation, mm-hmm. and I think um, all the the other games that I haven't worked on haven't deserved that constant conversation. But but things have to to reach a critical mass, in it, and it's very uncommon for for games to do that. Be, being frank, um, so, so to work on a game where I can go on Twitter and I can uh, every day I can see amazing user generated content. I can see these uh people that have gone out and found uh, you know these beautiful star systems um that that just absolutely melt your mind looking at them in a screenshot i think, just think that's absolutely incredible so as long as there are uh members of the community that are enjoying the game and and producing that stuff to keep me going i'm a i'm a very happy man beautiful beautiful
0: now Okay, here's we're gonna go down the rabbit hole. I'm gonna ask you a crazy weird, you know, question. So just just follow me along here and and, and go with it. All right. David Braben comes and knocks on your door and walks into your office in, in this hypothetical universe, you're in your office and he's there. And he says, Hey, Al, come to lunch with me. I, I got an idea I wanna, you know, spitball with you. And he says, uh, you know, I've decided I'm gonna chunk in a blank check, all the money, whatever, it's irrelevant. What IP should we sort of drag in, or what? What you know, where should we go with Elite Dangerous? And and it could be like the sky blank check completely. The sky is the limit. You could go the Star Trek route. You could go Star Wars route. You could go the Expanse route. You could go Foundation. You could go EM M Banks. Any kind of whatever. If the sky is the limit and there are no limitations whatsoever, what what would you like to see? Sort of where would you like to see Elite go?
1: It. This is a really tough question. This is really <laughs> tough because I am yeah, kind great. of. I, I I'm a sci-fi fan. I will, I will say, probably my my first and most prominent sci-fi love is is Star Wars, as it is with uh, with many people, albeit not the new ones. But that is a uh, that is a very long conversation <laughs> I like could chew your ear off or for four for hours. But um, I I grew up with the prequels, man. So I kind of. They they've got a place in my heart, and I can I can fully acknowledge their sins, but uh, but for me they're uh, they are kind of they're they're sacred mm. in, the, in the same way that the uh, that the original trilogy is, but the new ones can can go in the bin. Um, <laughs> but I think um, I do you know that the the IP that I think and it has been tested. A lot in terms of games but i don't feel like anyone's ever quite got there with it mm. is battlestar galactica oh because i i love it and I, I i have to say and i'm i'm sorry if you were a fan of the original i, I tried watching it i can't it's too like the the dog uh, and all that i i kind of I, I really struggle with it but i love the <laughs> the the 2004 series yeah. with uh, with you know Cara Thrace uh, and uh, Edward James Olmos playing Adama and that really um, I think it comes back to to something that we were discussing earlier and it comes back to that that intensity
0: mm.
1: to the game uh, or to, to the series and I think if you if you can create something which channels that intensity and I think the probably the closest thing that's come to it in and obviously it's a very simplified proposition but i i got that that level of stress and intensity playing ftl yeah um uh, and and from there uh, you know i i just think that battlestar galactica with the way in which they they handle jumps Uh, um you know i i just think it's fantastic so i think it you know, it has been revisited multiple times, but I think it deserves to be, uh, revisited again and again. And, and the
0: narrative sort of writes itself with regard to the elite universe of, you know, the Thargoids come, they burn the bubble. We have to run on our fleet carriers. We're going jump to jump and we're being harassed every step along the way. And we're just trying to sort of strike out, get away and sort of re- find some safe place to restart humanity like it, it would. oh my god it would be but,
1: but also wouldn't you love to see a colonial viper in l.a oh. I, I, I think the colonial viper is one of the sexiest ships
0: absolutely ever
1: in sci-fi i, I mean the tube launches I, yes. I don't need to say anything more than that
0: really. yeah well okay the, there's there's three ships that it's like okay if i if i can get this the colonial viper right the Star Fury from uh, from Babylon Five, or the uh, very similar to that actually is the uh, the uh, what was the, the name the, the Death Blossom ship from from the Last Starfighter. Yeah, any of those three. If 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 Frontier tomorrow said, oh by the way, on the Ark Store, it's you know thirty dollars, but you can make your you can make your uh, you know Viper Mark Three look like a, a colonial uh, uh, Viper. I, I, I shut up and take my money. I yes, yes please.
1: It's, it's an incredible ship. I mean, I think you know, there. Are, I would like to see um, almost, uh, and this maybe is slightly controversial. I'd love to see uh, things using the Cobra engine and doing something outside of the world of Elite with some of these IPs. I mm. think that would be that would be really cool from my from my perspective but um you know i but there are some incredible ships within elite as well i mean not not that no i'm trying to be an ad boy or anything but i i love the third Lance. i think it's uh i think it's such an awesome ship
0: oh yeah all right i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this one out here i'm just gonna say it now and let you meridane on it for another couple minutes while we talk about other stuff but i want to give you an opportunity to flip the script okay uh people are gonna be listening to this on the podcast and they can come on to the Elite Week Discord and they can respond back in the community feedback section. And people that are watching this on YouTube could of course go into the comment section and write whatever to respond. But I'm gonna give you the opportunity, Al, to ask a question of our viewers and listeners and and see you know, what people think. So I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there now. And then I'm going to ask you the next question. We'll talk and then we'll come back to this and we'll let you sort of, you know, what do you want to ask the elite dangerous community? All right. So now this is a no spoilers question. I'm not asking like, you know, hey, tell me about the new kind of SLF or tell me about the new SRVs or tell me about the blah, blah, blah. This this isn't that as a concept, as a general sort of thing. No spoilers what are you most looking forward to in odyssey whether it be you know how people interact with things or on the exploration side or or weird you know sort of combat things or or just whatever it in a conceptual from a conceptual level what are you super super i i know right now we were just talking you're literally in the process of working on edits and 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 whatever for the next dev diary or you guys are getting all your stuff together and you're whatever there's got to be something from between now and and launch that you're like okay this is what i'm sort of most excited for how the game is going to change this way or that way or whatever
1: it's really hard to pinpoint one thing okay um you know it's uh I think it's it's a holistic experience, and I think that um, you know, uh, for me personally, I really like the exploration side. I mm. really like the, and then, and I think that's what comes back to that that user generated content and seeing what people find that we had no idea was there. Mm. Uh, and I think that that's the that's the beauty of a of a simulated game, and I and I use the term simulated rather than procedural just on a kind of you know I'm not, not looking for a Tyrannosaurus Rex with chicken legs or, or something yeah, yeah. like that you know it, it has to be um, has to be grounded you mm-hmm. know? And, and I think that, that that kind of brings something wonderful uh, to the game and I, I just I want to see what people find you know I want to see uh, you know what, what atmospheres people find what uh, what organics people find, what, um, you know, all, all of these combinations culminating coming together. I, it, it's really exciting for, for me to, to see the, the user generated yeah. content coming out of the game. Cause for me, that never gets old. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can spit out a billion planets easy in a, in a proc gen system, you know, I'll, la... uh, And I I don't mean to be, I I don't mean to denigrate anyone else's work, but I mean, you can get no man's sky type situations where it's like the computer spits out random answers for these 800 factors and it generates whatever. And you have weird, like weird sort of amoeba looking things flying through the sky and whatever. And it's like, uh, all right, that uh, that
1: science sort of. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 love it. Um, I I love these games. I love anything that is is opening people's minds to to the to stars above us, right? um, And encouraging them to to go out and explore. and And I can understand the the appeal in 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 kind of some of some of the more abstract stuff. So I think you know all all credit to those guys and, and what they've done with with you know what has what ultimately been a pretty compact team um mm. so you know i i can't i can't knock it at all i just oh. think the for me personally i i really like the the simulation and, and the realism sure. within elite uh, and i and you get more of a kind of feel of humanity within elite as well mm-hmm. from my perspective i feel like the 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 civilizations and the way in which the the players have driven the narrative of those civilizations over the past six years i think just Mm. adds such a layer of depth you know Uh, but and there's a
0: there's a there's a there's a there's a percentage or there's a higher factor of sort of scientific realism with regard to flight mechanics and with regard to the way different planets are generated in the atmospheres and the minerals and the this that and the other and all of the stellar forge work and the amazing stuff that dr k and 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 many other just beautiful minds out there put together is is a is a it's other not again not to denigrate other work like their other other works are great everything is great in the in the spectrum and and play what you like but elite is to to my way of thinking sort of a cut above the rest because of the the core value that science plays with regard to realism it,
1: it it's a unique experience uh, i think the the ambition that's gone into it to to create this or recreate this one to one milky way i think is is something that um it would have been easy to shy away from um and i and i'm not necessarily saying that that that, that is what has happened because i think you know elite was the was the game that chose to to pursue that but I think you know it, it would have been easy six years ago six seven years ago to to go down a different route but, but all credit to, to the to the team that started this because I think you know it's it's a really unique proposition to players and I kind of I start getting fascinated uh, with with real constellations and things I'm going to start flying some I think I've got an aspiration so there's a there's a Bowie constellation he's uh one of my kind of all-time heroes and there's kind of a ziggy stardust lightning bolt and that's uh that's on my list to, to actually fly that constellation but i need to uh get my get my guardian frameshift drive booster because i it's otherwise it's going to take me an awful long time but that's very much on my list
0: beautiful beautiful all right so now it's time for al's question where al gets to flip the script and ask a question of us and Whatever question you ask, I'll, I'll go ahead and get my answer in on the record now. But then I want to hear from other people what they think so they can answer you as well.
1: Gosh, I'm having to clear my mind now from what we've just been talking about. Try, uh, try and go back. What, what would I like to ask the community? I think uh, what, I, what I'd what i really like to know uh, kind of is, is is where would you like to see Elite in five years time? Hmm. Okay.
0: So I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer this for me and then, and then we'll see what the, what the community thinks as well. There's a lot of things, you know, that were talked about with regard to, you know, stuff from the spoiler, whatever thing that the, 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 leak or whatever you want to call it, where it's like, you know, base building and, and there's different aspects of like, I would, part of me would love to see, you know, different sort of variations of of trade the ability to sort of build things you know i I love the concept of going out and you know gathering materials and then having some player uh base building that includes sort of resource gathering sites and then production sites and then you build modules and you get blueprints and you take those modules and you sell them you make trade with other players and all of that stuff seems super super cool um the idea of like first person shooters that's not really my thing but i know there's a lot of people that love that and and for me i i, I don't I, I i spent eight years as a recon marine i don't enjoy games where you shoot at people that's just my but it's my personal thing i know that that's a huge market out there that that the people that love that um just not for me but i love the fps not fps but FP. Without the S stuff of the idea of doing an EBA and doing repairs or going out on foot and collecting minerals or using the field sampler to, to, uh, you know, engage in a little exobotany. And I'm intrigued by the fact that you didn't call it exobotany. You guys called it exobiology, which to me indicates not only flora, but also fauna, you know, which could be anything from, you know, fungus and slugs and, and, and small, you know, rodents all the way up to megafauna. There's, there's a, amazing stuff, but everything that I just said, all of that stuff is a vast. It, it, it comes in way, way, way behind as a number two and number three and number whatever to two very important pillars. The first is realism of the generation of the world, i.e. What you guys showed off in this, I know marketing speak, you know, first step or first leap or big step or whatever the marketing speak was for that dev diary that we got last week. To me, that dev diary in my head is called Planetary Tech Demo. And let me tell you something, as a Planetary Tech Demo, that was the most exciting, the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. Uh, There's a player, Commander DJ Wiley, who put out a video where he went to... The, the planets that you guys I've seen
1: like- it. I I I I've seen this we 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 actually circulated this around our uh, our publishing chat group in the office yes. and it, it it's incredible it's yeah. uh you know it really I mean we we know the level of work and the level of attention to detail that the the planetary team are, are putting into this stuff uh, and kind of we, we know that they are a fantastic team. We know they're doing great work, but to to see that side by side and actually like it, it, have it laid there in front of you, it, it is in, incredible. And it, it, it really will bring such a change to the game. It's, it's really exciting. Yes.
0: So for me, the two pillars of where I want to lead to be in five years, the first pillar is the generation of, of of real interaction possibilities, i.e., continuing, most importantly, continuing among the along the spectrum of atmospheric landing. So, right now we have, uh, you know, non-atmospheric worlds that you can land on. We have tenuous atmospheric both sort of what I call Mars-like worlds, and I want to be clear, this is Mars as in today, not Mars as in in the game time, because in game time Mars is a fully atmospheric sort of Earth-like world that it has terraformed and whatnot, but Mars-like rocky worlds, and and it's not just rocky worlds, because those are, those, those rocky worlds like one of the, the, the worlds from the video was a high metal content world, but it's just rocky in appearance, rocky worlds, and ice planets, which are I, I th- those look so gorgeous. But five years from now, I want to see that spectrum c- continue to include you know, gas giants, water worlds, earth-like worlds, and then continue along that spectrum with, you know, uh, you have already fauna, I would love, to, or sorry, flora. I would love to see, you know, uh, generation two of flora, which is sort of More, uh, uh, consistent, like a larger area, landmass, maybe. And then type three of, of flora generation would, would sort of be, uh, uh, sort of interactive ecosystems, maybe that kind of a situation. And then fauna, generation one, herbivores, generation two, predators, generation three, megafauna, uh, weather effects, uh, with regard to the, the, you know, the, the, the the different uh in all of the different terrain types um so that's the first pillar i want to see continue along the atmospheric landing spectrum i would love to see that continue like as the number one priority and at the same time the other side of it story 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 narrative and lore it you can make the most gorgeous universe ever but if you ignore the precious gift that is the lore and narrative uh, sort of built-up uh, of value in the intellectual property that is elite dangerous, it will be at great sort of great detriment to 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 the intellectual property as an ongoing sort of value. So those are that's that's my answers. Where do I see it in, in five years? All along that atmospheric landing, uh, 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 sort of spectrum, and with continuing story arcs that tie in—you know, not just like, oh, we made a thing and here's the story for today, but like a sort of a, a, a longer—you know, there was a story, there was a long sort of story arc back in the early sort of Thargoid uh, Guardian times where. There were lots of different sort of branches off of things that made it feel like a a living a true living universe so those two things are where i absolutely want to go and then my 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 brucey bonus my my silly little extra whatever to, to to ribbon to 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 tie it all up in a bow would be let us interact with some and and not anytime soon this is way down the road for me but like you know after the atmospheric stuff whatever three four years from now let us meet some aliens that we don't immediately shoot at let us meet some aliens where we get to what if we were to find some alien race that they are also sort of victims of slash you know oppressed by the thargoids and now they're refugees they're a refugee uh uh uh, race and we as pilots can take our data of of okay we found these kinds of different atmospheric planets or these kinds of whatever and find like worlds that we can sort of encourage them to to land on and then we can run missions to support them where like we're bringing them water or where even if whatever they don't maybe they don't drink water they they drink methane whatever we're bringing them whatever it is they need so that they can rebuild their society i think david braben has done a beautiful. Sort of thing throughout the history of his um, games in general, whether you're talking about Planet Zoo or, 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 you know, different things in Elite, where he likes to highlight sort of moral questions and, and, and questions of conservation or ecology or, or what have you. And I think that. The idea is very, very relevant today of how do you deal with the displaced? How do you deal with refugees in a humane and and, and constructive way? And I think that that could just be a sort of a beautiful thing.
1: Good answer. <laughs> I went off. There, 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 there's a lot to break down in there, man. Yeah, there, man. There, there's a There's a lot to break down. I um, wonder
0: what other people will think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, like, yeah, I mean, we we hear all of that we there 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 are lots of things that i can't tell you sure right now for for obvious reasons um but we we do listen i mean i think um we we always have our ear to the ground on on social on the forum on you know i I, i'm constantly on the on the subreddit and I, i i actually uh when i started at frontier uh two of my best mates are, are big elite dangerous fans so mm. they, they, they don't let me forget things <laughs> uh so so rest assured that whatever meme appears on reddit is getting delivered straight to my whatsapp um but uh no i think there, there's some really exciting stuff coming i think you know the narrative um i can't share any details. No, no of course it's, it's something which uh, which we are we are very aware of and we are we are actively um engaged with um so i think you know lots of the community will be will be very happy um moving forward with that i think um one of the things that i just wanted to come back to from your answer when you were talking about um first person shooter gameplay and i think one of the the things which is uh a, a really nice thing about odyssey is this isn't Destiny, um, and and that's not to say that I love Destiny. I think it's incredible, and I think the the FPS play within that is is phenomenal. I think Bungie have done an incredible job there. But I think the uh, the the gun play within Odyssey, uh, people will be really excited when they see it, and I think people will appreciate that it is a component of a very very wide branching experience you know there are in in the same way that Elite Dangerous traditionally offers you choice as a player and it offers you that uh, route if you want to uh, be a pirate or you want to just trade or you want to go out and discover um, you know all of these things are are part of that experience but I think um, Elite is dangerous. This is uh, this is another core cool part of the experience, and I think that's you know what's what's been put so well into into the name in this uh, in the in the 2014 iteration is that you are at the mercy of the of the world around you. You are at risk, and I think you know you need to be ready for that. I mean, I'm, I've got, I got I I posted a, a screen grab where I uh, I blurred out the commander's names, but I. Uh, I was just running a little trade run the other the other week and i jumped into the system mm-hmm. that I, would, I kind of had my uh has my home base um and i got hit immediately as soon as i came in and i kind of you know lo- lots of people kind of would sit there and go oh this is unfair but uh, you know the the skill level of some of the commanders out there and the way in which they can take down Ships in a, in an instant, and if you're not ready, then then you are punished. And I just think, you know, I take my hat off to uh, to all of the players out there that that reach that level of of skill that they can just annihilate players in an instant. <laughs> I think, you know, you you've, you've got to be ready. So mm. allowing people to to walk around in first person without arms doesn't really fit. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see, um, what, what aspects of, of the game the players embrace the most when Odyssey launches. It, it strikes me
0: that a lot of the stuff in your, so remember, if you remember back, uh, soon after the initial, uh, posting in June of the Odyssey trailer, the first, uh, sort of teaser trailer, Tim posted on the elite forums sort of a uh, uh, some breakdown, some comprehensive information of, you know, hey, these are some things that are coming. And it struck me from several of the points on that post that I generated an overall conceptual feeling that you guys are focusing a lot on player with player sort of activities. There was stuff talking about social hubs, there was stuff talking about uh integrated missions that commanders could do sort of i made it almost sound and i i i'm not trying to fish but it made it sound almost like a like a like a raid type situation in some other MMOs where you're going to have a, a large group of people that like some will be on foot and doing x part of the mission and some will be you know in their SRVs doing a y part of the mission and some will be in their ships doing z part of the mission it, t- it talked about some sort of coordinated operations or whatever Uh, and, and there were several other key little factors where it's like, Oh, if you take this point, this is talking about players with players. And then this point is sort of also getting back from a different direction, talking about players with players. And this point, the same. And this point, the same. There was a lot of player with player references there. And it seems like you guys are aiming to sort of kick it up a notch on the interactivity and the ability of, you know, people to sort of You know elite has always been this sort of weird straddling this line between a single player game and an mmo in the sense that there has been a lot of 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 people that sort of just play in solo mode and they play it like the elite from 1984 where like i'm in my own little universe whatever but it seems like you guys are really trying to sort of entice and bring people into open or bring people into to to groups or at least where, where 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 they're getting into Combined player activities, and I, I, I dig that.
1: I, I have this this mantra that, that's kind of come up in my mind, and, and no one will have seen it anywhere yet. But it, it's kind of it sits there in the back of my mind, and it says, you know, together we are elite. And oh. I think, uh, you know, the the community coming together, the way in which you know they coordinate even at the level the, the, that they do right now with we've, what's we've in the game right now things like uh, Distant Worlds you know it's such a incredible coordinated effort things like sure. you know community groups like the Fuel Rats or Orbital Truckers I think you know the the things that these guys do are pretty incredible and I think it's it's very much part of our philosophy that we we want to embrace that and we want to bring players together I think one other thing that Elite does really well is this kind of—you've kind of got the the loneliness of space juxtaposed with the the kind of imposing expansion of humanity, uh, mm. and the, and those factions and the way in which they they grow and they aggress. Um, and I, I find that an incredibly interesting dynamic. Um, and I think you know that is something that, that we're going to see explored in the future. Um, so I think you know there's this incredible stuff within the world, and I think the very much embracing playing together and human interaction is very much there. Mm-hmm. And
0: that when you cu- when you couple that sort of focus on group play and 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 sort of groups doing things together, uh, along with the sort of enticing sort of uh, very very. I'm excited statement that David Braben made, uh, late last year at the investment dinner, where he talked about, uh, he made a public statement about that, that Odyssey will constitute or, or will, uh, I guess, represent a significant refresh of the underlying code base. I am super excited about the possibility of sort of more stable functionality with sort of instancing in larger groups or or different sort of cleaning up of some some spaghetti code issues with regard to Wing and or Multi Crew sort of whatever. I'm I, I'm not asking you for to get to give details. I'm just saying I'm excited for what some of Odyssey may represent in sort of refining and cleaning up stuff that allows us to better engage with each other out among the stars.
1: I'm excited.
0: You
1: yes. know, I, I think, like, uh, yeah, we we are we are all very much excited. I I, I don't have anything to share at no. this moment, um, but I think you know, to, almost um, short of of being on the project here in 2014 when it was coming through it, its Kickstarter phase and it was it was coming to market. I think for for me, this is this is the most exciting time to be part of it. Like. I mean, mm. I think the the kind of the full scale that it's coming through to mm. and the fact that, you know, as, as Piers put when we were interviewing him for the the first Dev Diary, talking about being able to, to go from one end of the galaxy to the other and then now being able to, to get out of your ships and actually explore, I think that, that it is completing a big part of the puzzle i mean i i i I totally um hear what you're saying in terms of you know unlocking more unlocking those gas planets unlocking water bodies um you know i i think like yeah you know that would that would be really exciting but i think you know the the leaps that are happening in odyssey I think are, are, are phenomenal. I, you know, I'm really, really excited to to see what players make of them.
0: Mm, absolutely, and to be clear, to be absolutely crystal clear, I wasn't saying like, oh well, I'm holding my fingers crossed that the next dev diary is going to have gas plants, planets, or water worlds. Like, no, I, 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 that was in reference to you asking me where do no, we no, no, sure, five years, like in down the line, yeah. Uh,
1: no i i i i get that i mean i i think um yeah it, it's uh the, the the if you if you're building a galaxy sim we are uh there are there are a long list of of definitely things that w- that we would like to uh, to do um and we're working our way through them
0: al this has been a lovely chat i want to thank you so much for taking the time to to come in and 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 visit with us and and give the players the commanders out there in in the world um sort of the opportunity to uh to to get a a peek into your mindset i want to leave with two things um first is a cheeky question and then i'm going to leave the a, a cheeky wild wild ass guess that is in no way something that you're 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 confirming or representing or whatever it's just my my tinfoil theory so my cheeky question is uh just the other day i was talking to sally morgan moore and she had said that i absolutely must ask you and and i did not warn you that this question was coming at all so here we go what's your favorite biscuit it's
1: my favorite biscuit oh, That oh that is a that is a difficult question
0: See the way she said it; it seemed really, really cheeky. I thought that that it might be like there's an inside story here between you and her that there's there's some biscuit story that might be a, a, a whatever. But this was just she was just, I guess, general.
1: No, I I think we we probably we probably trashed biscuits together on Twitter at some point, <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was. Well, that we were talking about, but I think um, I I don't know. I really like a chocolate digestive. Does that make me boring? <laughs>
0: No, it sounds that sounds plenty good, uh. But so for Americans out there, a biscuit is a, a cookie. For so yeah, he's we're we're talking about what's your favorite cookie, and uh, I think that the the correct answer is the thin mints that the Girl Scouts sell. But like uh, you know, hey, whatever. That's that could be a uh, also sort of like that along those lines.
1: Mm. I, I don't I that it doesn't translate for me.
0: Uh, it, they're these thin little chocolate digestive type cookies that have a uh, sort of a. There's a little bit of a a light mint something in the in in okay. between, almost like a peppermint patty type. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's very it's it's light. It's not heavy. It's mostly just like a chocolate di- digestive, like you were saying. Mm. All right, my last cheeky thing. This is my wild ass tinfoil theory. From your first dev diary, we heard David Braben say the you know, Neil Armstrong moment. And we heard Pierce say the Neil, Neil Armstrong moment, and we heard even one of the art guys say the Neil Armstrong moment. And of course, we had Stephen hop in with the Neil Armstrong moment. And my wild ass tinfoil theory, super, super cheeky, but here it comes. If you guys unlock in Odyssey the Earth's moon, and if you give us the opportunity as commanders to actually stand on our moon and look up at the earth in the night sky and to see it shining above us as as humans have never sort of other than a very, very few and select you know and, and, and highly highly uh, uh uh sort of scrutinized group of individuals have, have gotten the opportunity to do. But if you give us the real opportunity to have the Neil Armstrong moment and to see our beautiful home planet in the night sky, I would ask that you do one favor for me. Please, lock the first boots on the ground as Neil Armstrong. Do not make that gettable by anyone else.
1: You 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 couldn't give that to anyone else? No, you, you, it would have uh, to uh, Neil. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think the, uh, the, the kind of the, the setting of elite is very much, uh, a continuation of our, uh, of our world. So I don't think you could, uh, you could open that up at all.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Al, it has been lovely. Thank you so much. And, uh, I look forward to seeing people's responses to your question uh with regard to you're saying you know where do you want to see elite in 5 years what do you want to see added to the game what are you excited for so uh hopefully a lot of people will uh hit us up with responses on that thank you so much al thank you